I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Richard. Have we started? Lay me down a fat beat. A beat? Beat? This is a beat. Uh, yeah. Uh. Welcome to the Cold Pops podcast. AKA Film Franchise Fortnite's David Corrios on the mic! Take it away! David Corrios! Ah, I'm hanging with my friends. I like them a lot and they make me feel special. Oh, Cold Popcher doing Film Franchise. Yeah, welcome to the Cold Popcher podcast. My name is AJ. Can I stop the beat? Yeah. Oh, my name is Richard and I'm here too. And today on the podcast, we have special guest, uh, world famous fisherman and um, winner of the 1982 Best Actor Award at the um, at the Belfast Film Festival. Uh, it's David Corios. Oh, hello! I'm the big fan of fishing, and I'm surprised you pulled that out of the out of the out of the um out of the old uh, treasure chest. Of, like, I'm surprised you managed to win that 11 years before you were born. <laughs> uh, I well, do have to ask though: is that Belfast in Ireland, or is that Belfast the suburb in Christchurch, New Zealand? You, you know the answer. We don't need to put them down anymore. Okay. Ireland, <laughs> whichever. It's ne- neither neither Belfast would be more impressive. One would be significantly more impressive. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Neither would be impressive. One's significantly less impressive. Right, okay. I'll allow that. Anyway, this is a podcast um, where usually it's just me and Richard, but Dave's joining us today out of the kindness of his heart. Yeah, because we wanted him to be here. (laughs) I wanted to be here. And he wanted to be here as well. Um, This is a podcast where we review, we watch and review an entire film franchise in one fortnight. And, well, we don't review it until now. This is the review. I'm going to interrupt you there. I don't don't like the word review. Yeah. I I usually say we discuss. Yeah, I agree. This isn't a review podcast. This mm. is a if you're here for reviews, stop. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> Unsubscribe. Um, and this this past fortnight, um, we invited Dave on to talk about the monolith of a franchise that is the two Raid films. There's only two of them. Oh, now. man. I was you, making a joke. You must be, like, so happy to just do two films. Because the last one, the last couple of franchises have been, like, well, uh, we had 14 Land Before Time films, and before that, we had three two film franchises in a row, two of which were actually one film split into two. <laughs> really? Yeah, but before that was Godzilla, which was 30. So it's this it's it's this is a very bipolar workload. This podcast. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the films we're going to be discussing on this podcast today are The Raid Redemption, which came out in 2011 and was directed by Gareth Evans, and The Raid 2 Berendahl, which came out in 2014 and was also directed by Gareth Evans. Uh, These films are martial arts movies and they utilise an Indonesian form of martial arts known as Pinchak Silat, 
which according to Wikipedia is a full body fighting form incorporating strikes, grappling and throwing in addition to weaponry. So you'll notice in the films they fight with anything, be that their bodies, yeah. be that shards of glass. Yeah, whatever. like with strikes and even weaponry. Yeah, exactly. It looks so cool. It it's does. so good. Oh man. Oh, um, so every cool. part of the body is used and is subject to attack. Uh, Pinchuk Salat was practiced not only for phys- physical defense, but also for psychological ends. Ooh. What's the psychological ends? I don't know. I didn't. I don't you know got if that came across. Psych out your opponent yeah, by yeah. beating the fuck out of them. Mm. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> when they, they, there was like an amazing bit where they're like they're like hit an elbow and then a knee just to make sure you're in pain and then they'll strike you in mm. the face. Yeah. So Dave, before we go any further, would you do us the honors of telling us what is the raid redemption about? The first raid film. Oh, okay. The raid redemption is a film about um, a group of cops mm-hmm. that go into a into a big. Um, it's like it was like an apartment block, mm-hmm. and pretty much they're trying to apprehend the guy at the top. I forgot what his name was it Razor? No, that was the second one. Um, Mad Dog. No, Mad, Mad, Mad Dog. Dog's one of the hot. Yeah, Mad, Mad Dog's like one of the Mad one Dog's of the, the main bad guy. Yeah, so there's like the big, <laughs> let's be honest, Mad Dog's like, the final boss. <clears throat> so there's like a big dude at the top. Yeah, and they've got to get to the top of the building to apprehend him. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout the film, they have to pretty much this group of maybe what like I think they're like twenty cops mm-hmm. have to. Uh, 30. 30. 30 cops have to fight off um, everyone that pretty much lives there. There are a couple of, like, all good people in there, but yeah. most of them are... The, it's it's an excruciatingly simple plot, isn't it? Would you, would you guys agree? Not excruciating in a bad way. It's yeah. just you can explain it in a sentence. I don't know. I think excruciating <laughs> was just uh, a superfluous adjective. Sure. It's a simple plot. It's a simple it's a, plot. Yeah. yeah They've throw, got to get to the top of the building the- and, and <laughs> arrest the guy at the top. Yeah. But then... Things aren't always as they seem. Ooh. Um, uh, Gareth Evans, the director, actually designed the film to be a full-on action film, and has later gone to describe it as a survival horror, which I think is a cool way of yeah. looking at it. Yeah, I was talking about that with Dave today. That uh, the first one is yeah, survival horror. Like it's very much a horror, and because you're about the language of horror is like you know scares and stuff like that. But then instead of scares in this one, I guess it uses action. Mm. And then the second one, as we'll go on to discuss, is like a full fledged drama. Mm. Um, and the language of that, it, you know, it uses it replaces with hot earth action. Sure. Um, so Dave, now that you've explained the simple plot of the first film, you could you could be led to believe that the second film's plot would be just as simple, right? Nah. No? no? Oh, no. Tell me what the plot of, of the Raid 2 Berendal is. Oh, Raid 2 is pretty much the main character, becomes an undercover cop, and has to help this uh, this like, this like team of like private private people, you know, not the main cops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at simplifying stuff. Private people. Um, and uh, they use them to... Um, try infiltrate the massive gangs that are that are that are about to start fighting. So like the Japanese versus the um, is it the Indonesians? Well, I assume so. It's in yeah. Indonesia. Yeah. So they've got a there's some, there's some stuff happening, and the main character gets involved. It's a if to put it to the simplest way I can think of describing it is it's if if the first one was about a raid on a building, this one's the the long game. This one's about an undercover cop doing a raid on a gang. Yeah, no, it'd be like both titles. It's like the raid means different things. Like for the first one, the raid is like a loud raid of a building. And yeah. then the next one's like a raid in the sense of like you're infiltrating. Yeah, an infiltration. Yeah. Um, uh, little fun fact about the raid too is that uh, it's Samuel L. Jackson's favorite movie. 
Really? That's what he said. He's got good taste. Hmm. Both films are actually um, regarded by critics to be two of the best action films of all time. Um, But according to our trusty, uh, faithful Rotten Tomatoes, which I watched a Vox video on today telling me why you shouldn't use it. um, uh, Now now is Vox going to be the gospel (laughs) of this podcast? Um, uh, One of them is preferred. But before I tell you the Rotten Tomato scores, boys, lads... My best friends, how do you rank the two Raid films? Well, like overall or like... like in in comparison to each other. Which one's the best one? Oh, I'd say number one is the better one. I mean, is the one that's going to have the highest score. But I'm not asking. I'm asking what you think. What do I think? Oh, I like them for completely different reasons. Hmm. I think the Raid 2 I'm going to think about more than the Raid 1. The Raid the Raid is such a fun film, but the Raid 2 gets just so much deeper and it's a lot it's a bit longer like it's I I felt <laughs> it's <this>. considerably longer. <laughs> yeah. I felt like the the length of it um but what was great was that every time I was about to go oh my gosh this is really long uh, that scene became really important for for like a later right. fight scene and kind of gave a bit of like weight to a to a later fight scene. Yeah, no, that's good. Cool. Um, yeah, Dave and I were talking about it earlier today that it's uh, the difference between the two and like the preference and what it says about which one you prefer is kind of similar to Kill Bill one mm-hmm. and two. Is that like the first one is a lot more action packed, and if you're like people fight each other, um, that's the better one. But then if you're like you want you know depth of your characters and everything like that, it's more the second one. Oh. And, but having said that, I can't remember which Kill- I say I prefer Kill Bill Volume One, but I historically preferred volume two but i'd say i prefer the raid one mm, see because like the raid two though just kind of just kind of expands on everything that the raid one did like the raid one had so many good just scenes where something would go down and you're just like holy shit where did that come from like the scene where i think it was um what was it was it was it rama was fighting one of the dudes and uh, the door had been broken down and Rama pushes the guy's head into like the jagged edges of a door and like kind of stabs him in the face. You're like, oh my gosh, that is so brutal. But then in the raid two, you just get like heaps more and just more creative ways of, um, of killing people really. Yeah. Um, one, one of my favorite ones was when they were doing the mud scene in the raid two. Yeah. One dude just pushes the guy's face into like a concrete corner and you see it dent into his head and you're like, Oh, oh, he's so dead. Yeah, they're very visual films. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about an audio podcast. They are, they are very visual films. Thanks. <laughs> Seamless. Um, however, obviously, as... as, as um, well, not obviously, I guess, but as, as Dave predicted, uh, the first film has a Rotten Tomato score of 85%, oh. and the second film has a Rotten Tomato score of 79%, which is still very oh, good. Yeah, neither of them are... Yeah. Like, that's not an excruciating difference. I no. It's it's excruciatingly short, you know. The for, difference, yeah. Six is a very <laughs> short number. Yeah. Um, interestingly, though, uh, the, one of the reasons I think I, oh, first I'll just say I preferred this. The well, I'm I'm a script dude, right? Like I real like a good story, and I, mm. I can appreciate a simple story. I think the raid one was a little too simple for me, mm. and the excruciatingly raid, so. the, the raid two was a little too complicated. For, not not too complicated, but in comparison to the first one, I went in expecting something 
almost as simple. We got something very complicated that required me to be reading the Wikipedia page along mm. with it to understand. Well, um, what I did with like both movies was because I wanted to see what it was like. Because one, I'm not really a big fan of dubs, and it's not my, me trying to be like pretentious. But I only want to like hear it from its original version. But when it's got subtitles, you get to hear all of the the background noise, and mm-hmm. you get to actually hear it properly. And I find that with dubs, it they it just seems a bit cartoony. But since I've seen the movie before. I was like, no, nah, I can watch the dub, and that way, the Raid 2 I was so much better as a dub, because you're able to understand where the characters are coming from, That's pretty and you're not having to go from looking at the screen to looking at the subtitles, mm. and you're not losing track, and I think that if you were to watch the movies, watch it that way, because the first one is just action, mm-hmm. and it's so simple, and it's like You could watch ass. it without reading the subtitles, and mm. go, yeah, they're good they're guys defeating bad guys, yeah. yeah. And then in the um, in the second one, because then the f- when I watched it the first time, this the second uh, the raid two when I watched it the first time, uh, I didn't really pick up on what the all of the like where people stood with each other, because mm-hmm. you know you'd confuse the lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time round, you're like, oh, I get it. I know the main character's name is Rama. It took me like four <laughs> watches of the movie to be like, okay, what's what's their names? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, this the second one is just so the script is so good. Wow. One of the reasons why the second script is so much more intricate than the first might be because, um, and this is a first for our podcast, as far as I can tell, this is our first franchise where the second film was actually conceived before the first. So basically the original Berendahl concept, which I think was originally involved like quite a lot more in the prison, which we did get in the second one, but I think it was all set in the prison. Um, uh, The original concept uh, got as far as shooting a teaser trailer before Gareth Evans and his team decided that they needed to scaled down the project significantly which resulted in the first film which did so well that it secured the budget needed for the sequel yeah because it felt like they were wiping a clean slate at the very start of the second movie Mm -hmm. like you got rid of the brother which was like the whole point of the first film Mm -hmm. um you killed everyone that was pretty much part of the first movie that had a had a um had a point and then you go into all the characters in the next um, movie. None of them had anything to do with the with the first movie. But like halfway through the movie, like the characters were so interesting that I was like, mm, I don't really care. This is like I like these new characters. It's it's Rama's story. The the mm. two films show you Rama's story, yeah. not the story of the 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 raid team. And I was like thinking about it, like Rama really just got into a shit place at a <laughs> shit time because he had he had nothing to do really with any of the any of all the shit that was happening. Mm-hmm. And then just out of nowhere he's like, "Well, now my brother's dead and I've got to sort out this shit. I haven't seen my wife in 4 years and it's all going to be a problem now." Mm, yeah, personally, I I think he shouldn't have done the raid. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, like um, he just knows how to fight really well. You've got no history of like well, you don't know where Rama. No, but they. You don't, you don't know he can fight well. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are you getting that? I just assumed they'd been trained as part of their 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 process as being uh, a SWAT team. Or yeah, whatever, but he was like way better than everyone else. Yeah, I think it's fair enough to assume that Rama's a pretty good fighter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, I worry we're getting a little bit too ahead of ourselves. Do you want to um, pull back and and maybe Richard? Could you tell us sort of the motivations of Rama? Dave mentioned his brother. Dave mentioned. So are you, are you good? You're looking at me like don't throw to me for this. I yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Uh I don't know. You don't like, know. You just don't know. 
You don't uh, know how to describe it? Uh, yeah, it's so intricate. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, in the first film... I didn't film, watch the films. In the first film, one of the um, big baddies in the apartment complex is Rama's brother. Um, Andy. Andy. Uh, and at the start of the second film, Andy is... Um, like what, what would like assassinated basically like yeah he's assassinated because he was okay so in the first film um rama is trying to save his brother andy like mm-hmm. that's the secret kind of like thing that you figure out halfway through the film and andy is second in charge to the main boss of mm-hmm. the um of the of the film of the i'm just laughing at richard because he's like oh don't throw it at me <laughs> I, oh i'm learning this for the first time too <laughs> don't make me talk about the raid i didn't i didn't, I didn't read the subtitles <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't realize there was subtitles. And so, yeah, Andy and Mad Dog are the two um, are the two second in charge to the main the main dog. I can't remember his name. And um, so there, so Rama is trying to save Andy and kind of get in contact with him. You get that at the very start because um, you meet Rama's wife. Yeah, Andy's like Rama's Martha from Batman v Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how I'm going to contribute to this podcast. <laughs> and referencing then, other films. And then, um, yeah. But then there's another plot. There's another plot where it's actually they're all corrupt cops, and all the cops that are entering the building don't know this. But it's actually a suicide mission. They're like a suicide squad. They're not getting out of there. Yeah. Okay. But Much the white man. The film suicide squad. <laughs> uh, just quickly, the main bad guy in the first film, his name is Tama. Tama. Yeah. Tama and Rama. Tama Riadi. And there's, t- there's two lieutenants, Andy and Mad Dog. Do you think that's the same as like us, you know, calling someone like Stefan and Stephen, like over there, you know, like Rama and Tama, like you know, to o- us over there. To, to to us, it's like it's like oh yeah, those are two similar names. You might get confused. But I yeah, like, didn't oh, yeah, think you know. that Tama and Rama were. I guess yeah, they're only I'm just one going for the armors. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, and Mama. Much, they much like the, the they armor. could have gone with some armor. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There it is. So, Dave, um, we got you on this episode specifically because I know for a fact you love this kind of film. Um, I don't hate it, but I, d- I wouldn't say this is my kind of film. Why isn't it your kind of film? Um, I think I care more about um, character and how character and story play with each other. Okay. Um, whereas this is more... The characters aren't um, indicative of the story. They're just sort of... They're interesting characters. They are. And the second one more so. But they're put in a, in a very simple... It's it's fun. It's a fun movie, but I wouldn't call it... The first one, anyway. I wouldn't call one of my favourite movies. wouldn't call the second one one of my favourite movies, either. But there you go. But, like... But just saying, because you're really interested in character, like, did, what, what did you think of the improvement from the first film to the second film? Um... It's so much of an improvement that you'd... That I you'd, hated it. You'd hardly... Well, it's not that I hated it, but it is an inconsistent change. They are... They are. It is a very inconsistent sequel because it could almost be... You could change the character names, call it not The Raid 2, just call it Berendahl, and it wouldn't. you wouldn't even think for a second that it's a sequel, really. And, and I mean, it originally wasn't. So but like, go. but if you're going off like The Raid 2 and how they incorporated all the fights into it, like there was a lot of weight put onto all the fights like that's pretty pretty cool character like character stuff character development script. i mean every time yeah cool cool script man because mm-hmm. there was that like there was that whole thing with the big machine man you know because mad dog played the actor played another character in the next one yeah i believe his name was big machine man <laughs> i can't remember his name do you remember his name richard no it was big machine man <laughs> but um 
But like, so you'd get you'd get like all of this little you know character stuff. You'd you'd find out that he had a family and that he wasn't just like an assassin. He wasn't just like a dirty, messy, homeless assassin. He had like a wife that he was paying um, his you know paying her off so she could um, she could let their daughter survive and stuff. And you saw that he was like kind of deflected by that and that she didn't want anything to do with him. And then straight after that, once you see like the photo, they go into the big fight where he's pretty much getting assassinated by um, the other guy. And you're like, oh, there's a lot of weight to this because he is actually fighting for more than just I, money. Oops, I oh, think I'm so sorry. <laughs> Something on the table. That's what you just heard. Um, I think my, what part of my problem was that I wasn't in. I would definitely, definitely wasn't in the best um, mood to watch a two and a half hour subtitled film. Yeah, it was, was real grumpy and racist the other night. <laughs> What does what? See, now that kind of sucks because like it is a really good film, but it yeah. feels like you haven't given it the chance. To I really, definitely like, haven't um, to really call like I know, like I understand. Well, I mean, I'm doing a podcast about it. That's more than yeah. But if you're gonna movies. do a podcast of a film, when you want to give it like as much attention as possible and yeah. not kind of go in with it, with I it, agree with, with you, Dave. With that, blah, 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 whatever, <laughs> Richard. You okay. didn't even read the subtitles. The implication is here that I didn't watch the films. I did. Ask me something visual about them. What, what do they? What do they <laughs> look like? Okay. Oh, they look really cool. Like, okay, that's a good segue. Um, these films have like a really cool visual style, and it's like I, I don't know enough about Indonesian cinema. Sue me. Um, I don't. I, I, I don't know enough about Welsh cinema either because the director is Welsh. But um, I like this. The camera is shaky from time to time, but it's like you can tell what's going on at every single like second and. It's one of those things where you can tell that these are actually like really well trained martial artists because you're seeing the hits land, you're seeing the choreography, and they're not having a cut on every hit so that people, you know, you're not, it's faking. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually team. hit each other. Yeah. Fun, fun yeah. fact though, fun fact the Hammer Girl in the second film, um, that was her first ever, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, role in a martial arts film. She had done no martial arts training before mm. doing that film. She was a builder. <laughs> she knew a way around a hammer, just not martial arts. Just to, just to clarify, there's a there's a, a trio of assassins in the second film, and one of them is referred to in the script as Hammer Girl, who's a girl hmm. with what do you th- what do you think? Uh, she's got knives. She wears big inflatable pants. She's got two hammers. Got two oh. hammers. And so she the three- uses it to bludgeon. <laughs> The th- Her victims. The three, like, the trio of assassins was so cool. So you had, like, the hammer girl, you had, like, the baseball guy that yeah. would, like, be, like, here, catch this ball, and he'd, like, smack them, and you'd, they'd, like, smack and them big in the face of the man. Ball. No, there was the two scythe, yeah, scythe yeah. guys, and then, like, lower tier was Machete Man. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, how can you not, like, enjoy that, like... I've, you've got the wrong idea. I enjoyed them. Yeah. I think that they're films that you need that would be best enjoyed in cinema. Uh, and consumed in that way without oh. a, without a Wikipedia page to distract me trying to understand the movie. Oh, definitely. But you could have just like listened, read the subtitles. I was trying to read the subtitles and read the Wikipedia. Where was page. were you on your phone? Were you? I was on, on my laptop. Were you on your Facebook? No. Were you not not doing that? No. You know, guys, I've, I really, I really am excited for this film. It's a it's a good film. You you mentioned to me that you'd um you'd written some notes. On the rage <laughs> Yeah. Do, do you have any you'd like to bring yeah, okay, table? Okay. Can I um? Can I, I ask bring you guys? Table. Can I ask you guys? Like it's like a, that's a term. What do you want to bring table here? Uh, I'll, it's uh, like bring I... a plate, but a table. 
I'd like to bring a um, small table, maybe enough for like four cups, mm-hmm. maybe one side dish in the um, in the main kind of maybe like a maybe like a like a nice sauce with a garnish. Why would you list the side dish first? Because I was trying to improvise, and that was the first thing. <laughs> You're like, head. oh, okay, side dish and a main. <laughs> Like I feel like the table would be fitted for the main, and the side dish is an extra. If you if you're making a table for a side dish and you're able to squeeze a main in, you've done your job terribly. If you're if you're making it for a main dish and you can squeeze in a side, that's great. Yeah, probably. Um, so what were your what were your uh, what were your guys' favorite um, fight scenes or fight moments in the uh, the last one in the raid two is dope. Yeah, when they've got the um. So uh, the bad guy gets those those knives that they you, they kind of wear them like knuckle dusters and the blade is curved so they're like really hard to disarm and um, he gets a couple of nicks on Rama like um, into his knee and stuff like that but like it's in a kitchen the choreography of that is amazing. Did you know his name was Rama before we started saying? Yes. His name? Okay. I, I told you <laughs> I told you it was Rama while we watched it. What? No, the you, Wikipedia you, told me that during yeah. during the second one you were like, oh, so the main guy's name is Rama. I was like, yeah, I know. What I really loved as well. That's was, what you telling me. Well, that's you affirming. I'm backpedaling. <laughs> I also really like how there's like a like that there's because because there's, there's, there is a silliness to the whole to the whole movie. Like it, you know, you're not I'm not taking it serious. You're not taking it seriously the whole time because you got like a person who uses a baseball bat and a ball for a weapon. Oh, and it's, but what I'm trying to say is that. Um, Rama's endurance is ridiculous. Oh, it's Rama's insane. a very cool character. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's like done on purpose. I don't think that's like you know, oh, he's invincible. It's like, look, like this is a bit stupid. How a guy can yeah, yeah, like because the movies do take themselves quite seriously. Not like they're fun, but they there's not time for jokes, kind mm. of thing. No, um, and, and like I mean, there is that kind of like nervous laughter that release of tension that you get sometimes with some of the um setups they have with the fights but um yeah like you said there's this sort of like um at the moment people love when film characters get hurt like there's uh, on it's a tv show but people talk a lot about in daredevil the marvel tv series how uh he gets hurt and he gets injured and and he feels it for the rest of the episode until he recovers kind of thing Mm. um and so when this movie came out like where there was one like, point where Rama got like got his ligament cut, cut yeah, underneath got, his kneecap, and he was still fine. He was yeah. still pulling these amazing stunts. Yeah, but it's, it's it's like this is the complete opposite of what people are always clamoring for, which is and, and like John Wick's another one where he, where he gets hurt, but like like quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. Whereas, <laughs> Not this, whereas this one, it's it's you know it's borderline a superhero film. Yeah, and, and reminded oh, yeah. me of have you guys ever seen Crank? No, yes. I haven't. Crank I 1 crank. and 2. I yeah. love Crank. And these were like the Indonesian cranks. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Um, there was also just... Uh, oh, what was I going to say? No, you carry on, AJ. I've lost my train of thought. Um, well, one thing that um, I wanted to talk about and that we usually talk about, uh, or we t- I should rather say we talk a lot about oh. on this podcast, is titles. We're going to talk about the titles for a small is that because that's the only thing you remember of the film oh I knew the character's name was Rama all along I honestly did you didn't even remember the name of the bad guy or the guy who's the plays a different character on the second film whose name I tried to look up but the Wikipedia page is just a barrage of names I can't pronounce and couldn't couldn't find it anyway I'm fine calling Big Machine Man okay Uh, so we talk we're going to talk about the titles for a second (laughs) 
Um, right through my face. So the Raid movies both actually have various versions of their titles, which mostly consist of other translations and dropping each film's subtitle. So, for example, Redemption was actually added to the to the Raid. The Raid Redemption used to just be called The Raid, um, but they had to add the Redemption part because in America there's already a film called The Raid, I think. Um, and, and Oh, yeah, they couldn't secure the rights to just The Raid. Uh, and the second film actually tends to drop Berendal as its subtitle in most official cases. So the version we actually watched was just The Raid 2. Mm. Um, the, when you look it up on Wikipedia, it, it, the first title it gives you is The Raid 2, then in brackets. Berendal. Berendal. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, redemption makes sense for an international market, whereas, like, Berendal, mm. most people... Because it's not even really explained in the film. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, the redemption is like, okay, one of the characters gets redeemed, sure. Yeah. Um, but then Berendal's like, you know, most people are going to come into it and not really know what that means. Well, Berendal is um, uh, Indonesian for gangster or thug. Um, the raid gangster. Yeah. Um, but it kind of annoys me that in most official cases, the first one's called The Raid Redemption, the second one's called The Raid 2. Because, like, why would you drop the subtitle? Because there's the no second? The Raid 1. You wouldn't, well, the first one should just be called The Raid 1. <laughs> anyway. Or The First um, Raid. Um, 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 the, the, in Indonesia, the first film was also known as Subuan Mount, which translates to The Deadly Raid. <laughs> which translates to The Raid. <laughs> the Deadly Raid. Um, yeah. What, the, the, what, did you, what, what did you think of... Do you like the titles? Because Redemption... Why is it called The Raid Redemption? Do you, did you, I did, if I was to describe that film, Redemption would not be in my list of, of key messages the film gives out. So Dave, tell me, why is it called Redemption? I've always known it as just The Raid. I kind of just learnt today that it was called The Raid Redemption. <laughs> I haven't had any time to think about it. Well, think about it. You've got time right now. This um, is free form. This is smooth jazz. Um, I think it would be called The Raid Redemption because, um. Well, because there's a raid. Yeah. There's a raid, and yeah, they have to. And it's the raid, so that's where that comes from. I guess, I guess, like the only way you could really use the title redemption. It's not the only way, but like because of Andy, it's just because Andy gets um, kind of redeems. You've already said it before. He redeems himself. Um, besides I that, that, it was one of your key words <laughs> when describing the film. Said that. Oh, okay, sorry. I've uh, never <laughs> used the word redemption. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even know what that was until. I looked up the definition. I didn't even know the main character's name. <laughs> I did. Um, yeah, no, it's, a, it's just interesting to me because obviously that redemption is very much a word that's going to put butts in seats. But I don't get what... Can you think of why it would be called redemption, Richard? Butts in seats. Yeah. Mm. Got to make because money. Assuming, assuming they're referring to Rama, who's the main character, he doesn't redeem himself. He's, I don't know. I think maybe there's a second definition of redemption that we're not thinking of here. Hmm. Like, can it mean fight? Maybe it's, it means <laughs> it in a, in like a meta sense that like the, the this is the director redeeming, redeeming himself yeah. after his critically acclaimed first film. Yeah, mm. that's all I had to say. Well, yeah, we can always cut this up. <laughs> not now uh what do you guys think of um what do you guys think of like the we watched we watched a, a film that was well i watched a film that was dubbed into english but when you like when you think like other countries who don't mainly speak english watch stuff like star wars dubbed what, well, what do you think they get well the I, fun actually, I watched uh the force awakens for the first time in thailand um oh. and it had Thai subtitles and was in English. So, oh really? Yeah. Um, so they have 
um, when you look at movie times and like say I don't know I, mean, I can't speak for every country but in Thailand um, you look at the movie times it'll have like The Force Awakens they'll say like E-N slash T-H which is English with Thai subtitles or we'll just say T-H and that's just it's in Thai oh yeah yeah. I, I assume in other countries they're probably not just in Thai um, yeah, they have English with Thai subtitles in every country. Yeah, okay. While watching, um, while watching the raid two when Ram was in prison, I had this. I, I I was looking at what he was eating while he was um talking to his mate, and I was like, man, pr- prison food in Indonesia looks pretty decent. And it was this rice and like a fish cake. Are we just thing. are we just moving on from talking about other languages? Because I had a point. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was your point? <laughs> when, when we start, when we found a stream for the raid two, it was in you Indonesia. You mean when we bought the Blu-ray? Uh, it was in Indonesian and it had the option for probably like 15 different languages for subtitles. English wasn't one of them. That's the, really? that's the first time that's ever happened to me and I was furious. Yeah, AJ was like, why would someone who speaks Arabic watch the raid too? <laughs> it, was on an, it was on a website where all the website was written in English. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just my... my there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss said that though yeah what he was so mad at the fact that someone who speaks Arabic might watch the same film as him <laughs> what did, um, what do you guys think of like all the like did you guys enjoy all the fight scenes in the movies yeah no they're all they're all creative they're, they're um, you know for nearly for probably over four hours of fight scenes they don't really repeat themselves they say mm. i mean obviously that like you know they do you could to the layman who you know doesn't watch that many indonesian martial arts films you might think they look repetitive mm. but to me um there's definitely different subtleties across them and i think um yeah they, they stay interesting i just i just thought that like near the end it kind of felt like playing a game of Pokemon when you have, before you get to the boss, you have to like fight all the henchmen, like the big line of That is very video game. And you're just like, mm. oh, I know Rama can beat the shit out of some henchmen. Can you just put him in front of like someone who's going to be a decent like adversary against this guy? Mm. And so that's why like the last bit of the raid two was so great. And I loved how they ended it. They ended it completely um, with no dialogue. Like you can only see them see these ma- these mouths moving, and you saw these Japanese like gangsters. Oh, that was right. Kind of cool. So, so to to clarify, the raid two ends with Rama basically doing another raid on another high rise building by himself this time, where he takes out. He's gone the, off the grid. Yeah, where he takes out all the villains, and it's a very selfless act because he's actually got a wife and newborn baby back home, but he wants to. Well, it's not newborn anymore because it's two. Because his later. mate tells him that um, because the 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 gang the gang scene in Indonesia and Japan. And it's, it's like a it's like a hydra it's like mm-hmm. a hydra yeah. dragon it's a, if you cut off one head three grow back yeah. and so he's like you gotta kill all of them yeah. and Rama's like oh, I guess I just gotta kill all of them so, so and he does the, yeah the last the last um, 20 or so minutes of the raid too is Rama killing all the bad guys and he does it and then he walks downstairs and then all the other the like gangsters he didn't kill I think they're from another rival gang mm. um, walk in and you you're like oh shit is this gonna be it for old rama 
uh, and then you see the bad guy say something, but there's no subtitles and there's no audio. And then you see Rama say something back and there's no subtitles and there's no audio. I think you hear uh, Rama's chief talking to him on his walkie-talkie, being like, what's, what's going on? No, he's, he's in the car about to get there, but he's not getting there in time. And then Rama says something like, what does he say? He says, like, no, I'm done. Yeah, mm. I'm done. Um, not to insult you in any way, Dave, but um, <laughs> Hydra is not a reference I would expect you to make. Oh, okay, I'm, like, I'm, oh, like, I'm, I'm glad you did. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was Thanks, really man. good. But it yeah, was I like, just, I have, it's like it's like um, Red Skull. Remember when we were the yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to say, yeah. <laughs> one, time like, I, one time, I made a reference to Red Skull, and Richard was like, "Oh, he knows what Red Skull is." Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's not so much that like I was surprised that you knew what Red Skull is. I mean, I I, I would have thought it'd be in the recesses of your mind somewhere, but the fact that it was like you're like, oh, what's a villain? Red Skull, and it was like <laughs> the Joker. One number one, the Joker. Number two, Red Skull. And I mean, of course, maybe you've just watched Captain America recently and that's where you got Hydra and Red Skull from. <laughs> but, um, but I'm already first. trying to find ways. How does he know all of these random facts? Oh, there's a through line. Captain America, <laughs> like the, the, the Venn diagram. My of mind every was, you make, I find my mind was working on Disney's Hercules and I was like, okay, there's a Hydra in there. Where's there a Red Skull in there? But I couldn't quite get there in the end. <laughs> um, I also, what, what do you guys think was like the worst death for someone in, in both movies? Anyone like, who got like, assaulted by the hammer girl, I was like, oh. Worst to like endure for the victim. Yeah, which one do you think you just would not want to have gone through? There was one that stuck out to me. Um, and it's like the camera's just like breezes past it. It's during the prison fight scene, but you see someone getting their jaw ripped off. Yes! Yes! Oh, that was so rough. And you see it, you just only see the blood on the sides of the mouth. Yeah. Just bl- you're like, oh, God! Like, it's like he's grabbing, someone's grabbing like his two sets of teeth and rips them apart. Mm. And you, and the camera, honestly, it's probably on it for like less than a second, mm. probably like 10 frames. And you just see the sides of his mouth split open. The Chelsea smile. Yeah. Yeah, Chelsea Rip. Yeah, uh, I want to know how he got those scars. <laughs> uh, my one's that's down. actually a Joker origin story. That guy survives and goes on to become the Joker. Really? Hmm. It's called um, it's called the raid, the joking. Yeah, we're actually supposed to watch the Dark the Knight. The killing part raid. Of this, part of this franchise. It's actually the third film, but also the second film of another franchise. What what film do you guys? You know, what what film would you be able to slot in the raid chronology? Do you reckon? Um. Oh, that's good. Um, oh, like if you had to make this a, a triple feature by watching another film, what would you pair with it? I'll pair like I don't know why, but it man just keeps keeps coming to me. But I think that's just because Donnie right. Yen is like a badass. He's uh, a badass. But then you have to watch all three he's of them. A badass. Maybe the Purge. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but like if you think about like the Rage, the Purge. I don't know why I'm thinking the, the Rage. Purge, did I say the Rage? Yeah, you did. <laughs> the Rage against the Purge. Yeah, Rage against the. Yeah, the what about you? Oh, um, you, I yeah, dread. Yeah, dread. Yes, it of is, course. It, yeah, it reminded me a lot of dread. Yeah, because it's like storming apartment block. Yeah, the raid in the future is just dread. Um, mm. If like if the raid wanted to show off their slow mo camera and the fact that they're in three D, it would be dread. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, dread, dread, is, dread. dread is the raid meets Blade Runner, and should have been called Raid Runner. Oh yeah, I didn't. Right enjoy, I didn't enjoy that. Like most of the first movie that we watched, AJ, you just kept on thinking about Blade Runner, and you just kept on like talking about Blade Runner. And I was Let's like, talk about Blade Runner. You- <laughs> what do you guys think of the end of twenty forty nine? I haven't seen it. <laughs> 
hundred people just switched Massive off. spoilers for Blade Runner twenty forty nine incoming. Um I'm not yeah, I thought the worst not. I thought the worst death on the raid was definitely the um the cooking face guy where he gets his face oh, yeah, yeah. Like slammed. Oh, and, 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 yeah, and then he finds out it was an undercover cop. Yeah, oh, and so he's he's the main character who is an undercover cop just kills another cop. Well he's a crooked cop, not an undercover cop, yeah. so it's kind of okay. But yeah. it's still, fine that he was sauteed. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and how tense was the moment where um, Rama rips off the the wire at the beginning you're like why did he rip that off and then later on he's like stripped down yeah stripped down. yeah Richard what did you think of that moment where he rips the wire off well it was cool and then he and then they strip him naked and then he's on the phone to his boss he's like why the fuck would you get me to wear a wire on my first mission <laughs> and the and the and the music that he plays to like drown out the noise just oh, made that scene yeah, so good it did it did when Rama was doing that thing when you were making dinner and I had to recap you when you walked back into the room man's gotta eat <laughs> can we can we like do a re-podcast can we re-watch the film right now no um, All right. like ah, there's no English like, subtitles yeah. so I feel but, like you guys are just kind of like taking the mickey out of the raid no actually- look Dave I really enjoyed the raid you're gonna, if you think I'm taking the mickey out of the raid you're gonna hate my continue the franchise oh, oh. which we're moving on to now okay Let's just steer the podcast in whatever direction AJ wants to. Where do you want to take it? I want to continue the franchise, but not because you said it. <laughs> so this is a segment uh, where we come up with similar to what we were doing with by saying what movie would fit with it, except this is supposed to fit. Well, I guess, you know, it's continuing the franchise. You know it. It doesn't have to be a movie. It doesn't have to be a movie. It doesn't have to be an existing movie. It, it can be one you make up. It doesn't have to be even like a tangible concept. It could be love. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. My continuing franchise for The Raid is love. <laughs> so um, before we get to that, outside of the two films, The Raid franchise has actually been continued in a couple of ways over the years, including a graphic novel, a stop-motion short film, and in 2016, Gareth Evans announced a comic series was in the works, and I couldn't find if it had come out yet. <laughs> I couldn't find any information anywhere about that. That's interesting. Um, a third film was announced after the release of the second, and mirroring how the first sequel took place two hours after the original, the third film would reportedly take place three hours before the end of the second film yeah however Gareth Evans has since postponed it indefinitely stating that moving back to the UK felt like a closing closing a chapter on the franchise we ended the story pretty neatly I feel in part two I'm aware there's an interest for it so never say never but it's unlikely to happen anytime soon yeah there so was also talk of an American remake well there still is Richard yeah thank you for that hasn't been talks for a while but actually Yes, it has. As recent as February of this year. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. An American remake is still in the works. Several members of the cast and crew have dropped out since the remake was announced and and the project started in 2011, uh, with actors such as Chris Hemsworth, Liam Hemsworth, Frank Grillo and Taylor Kitsch Mm. all floating around the project at some point, as well as director Patrick Hughes, who later dropped out and was replaced with Joe Carnahan, who is still currently attached to the project as director, with Gareth Evans serving as producer. I don't want to see that film. I don't want to see that film. Joe Carnahan's not too bad. And mm. if Gareth Evans is still involved, it's like, yeah, there's, there, there could be there could be some merit to it. I mean, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not going to ruin the original raid. It, it doesn't necessarily have, to say, have the same plot. I mean, Dread's cool. And that's American. Yeah, films aren't made worse necessarily by becoming by being remade. So, oh, old boy, who wants to who yeah. wants to go first? Death Note. That wasn't a remake. That was a reinterpretation. And also, just because you say films aren't necessarily made bad because they're a remake, doesn't mean that every remake is good either. Yeah. That's not what you were meaning. So, 
Richard, do you want to dish us up? You'll continue the franchise. Okay, so have you guys seen the movie Dread? Yeah. Cool, because that has nothing to do with my continue the franchise. Okay, okay, so I was thinking along the lines of... So the first one is a horror, Mm -hmm. which is like a a survival horror, Mm -hmm. which has action. The second one is a courtroom drama. It's not a courtroom drama. It's just a drama. Um, uh, A la The Departed. Mm-hmm. Um, but with action, a crime I, film. Yeah, crime, crime, crime drama with uh, with action. I think let's do a romantic comedy mm. with action. Mm. Oh, how Rama met his wife. Mm, a, a preaky, a preaky. It's called <laughs> a cheeky preaky. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a film. No, oh. it's just the concept of love. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, what's your one? What's the concept of love, Richard? You'll know it when you feel it. <laughs> oh, one day, one day I'll feel it. I thought I thought that was just the movie Serendipity, but um, no, the concept that, of love or Richard's film. No, the concept of love. Oh, okay. I thought that was already summed up with the movie Serendipity. No, that was um, that was Malik, the concept of Serendipity. Oh, okay. oh, darn it! Whereas, actually, interesting, the film Melancholia is uh, the feeling of feeling morose. Um, Dave, is that like the underwater melon man? Yeah, yeah, same thing. Because he was a melancholy man. Yeah, that's like a bit of melancholy. Melancholy is like melancholy is like bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah, it's like happy. How sad you are. If I was, if I was melancholy, ice cream maker, maker, I'd make a, I'd make a flavor of ice cream called water melancholy, and it's watermelon flavored with like a hint of sadness with a f- hint of cauliflower yeah for me the sad part would be that it tastes like watermelons it's fucking disgusting dave as the guest i would normally invite you to go next but i feel like your one's gonna be real good and my one's real stupid so i'm gonna go next okay uh my my's all my continue the franchise is also a we a wee prequel a wee preaky oh. a cheeky preaky um dating taking us thousands of years back to um you know pre-civilization indonesia and it's the same thing but instead of a it's the first one but instead of a high-rise building it's like an indonesian temple and it's called <laughs> the tomb raid ah oh, nice. they're already making that alicia vikander's in it oh well good <laughs> i guess they took my idea right dave what's <laughs> that's, that's probably the best idea then because it's the only one in production right yeah now. that's yeah. true I, well, I don't we even heard yours yet. I don't even want to hear Dave's after that. <laughs> um, do you guys want to hear it? I, I, I would love nothing more than to hear it. I want to hear yours more than I want to see The Tomb Raid starring Alicia Vikander. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want it to be like because oh, there's there's like there's a type that there's like this this uh, this kind of martial arts films like you know like tournament martial arts films you know mm-hmm. like on Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z yeah like the um Blood the world sport, tournament world tournament. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Oh, and and um, <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z, and Vegeta and Goku fight in the first oh, round. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, Goku has a lot to eat. And he says, um, "Oh man, I hope I don't get punched in the stomach." And Vegeta's like, "If I'm fighting Kakarot, the first thing I'm going to do is punch him in the gut." <laughs> and the great Saiyan enters. <laughs> I thought you meant like an actual movie. Oh no, yeah. And then obviously, as we all know. Um, Oh, is it Bardock shows up? Mm. Is that his name? Bardock? Yeah. But who's Bardock? Bardock's the little dude, is it? No, he's the, he's the dude that looks like, like Goku. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Bardock's um, Goku's dead. Um, uh, Deborah shows up. Deborah. Um, Margin Deborah. It's pronounced Deborah. 
Majin Debora shows up and then makes Majin Vegeta and then obviously you get um Vegeta's <coughs> I'm gonna think of the word um oh it's not redemption it's another word the raid Berendal Vegeta's Berendal there's a word that I learned because it's in, in the name of an episode of um Vegeta of Vegeta the show um of Dragon Ball Z when he blows himself up and he like knocks out Trunks his son Trump um, because he's it's it's, it's too much it's a prediction, um, anyway. Obviously. And then obviously you get the whole boost. When I was, um, when I was in, <laughs> when I was in my final um, year of high school, we did a for drama class. We did a production of Daughters of Heaven, which is based on the true story of those two girls that murdered one of their mums in, in Christchurch. Oh, heavenly creatures, heavenly creatures. Uh, but the play, the, the play was called Daughter, Daughters of Heaven. Right. Um, and and one of the characters. Uh, goes by the name of Deborah in it, and every freaking girl in my drama class would pronounce it Deborah. And one day I stood up, I was like, "I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not going to do this if you guys are all going to pronounce it Deborah." Yeah, uh, it was Final Atonement was the episode. Ah, oh, nice, nice. Um, <laughs> one more name mispronunciation before we continue. Dave's continue the franchise. Um, when before the first Harry Potter movie came out, there was a guy in my class who insisted that it was pronounced Hermione. <laughs> and everyone was like no it's Hermione he's like you've never heard it out loud it could be Hermione and like he got yeah. real angry about it yeah my dad pronounced it Herm- Hermione <laughs> really well, apparently according to J.K. Rowling it's pronounced Voldemort not Voldemort yeah fair enough oh. so there you go anyway Dave what are we talking about continuing the franchise The Raid The Raid 3 yeah the one you really wanted to hear about you yeah know, man I, I will... but then we started talking about Deborah and Deborah it's important it is go <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I guess like, yeah, my, my was just going to be like, um, like a tournament kind of style movie mm-hmm. and Rama fights. Like an actually official tournament or that's just the way that, that would be structured? Yeah. Like, like an official tournament, like something a bit more like kind of easy, easy going. Cause I mean like the last two films were just so intense. Like, right. What, what was great about like Ip Man and Ip Man 2 was like, Ip Man was really dark and really sad, but then Ip Man 2 was a lot like lower stakes and like, yeah. and then Mike Tyson's in Ip Man 3. Yeah. Oh no. Oh man. Ip Man 3 is so bad. Um, um yeah. Mike but, Tyson's pretty cool though. Um, so would it be like, hold on so, to your ears. <laughs> an actual, um, yeah, we got it AJ. You can stop looking at us like that. Um, <laughs> AJ was giving us a look as if to say, please laugh. Please laugh. <laughs> um, uh, so like an actual tournament. So he's not like fighting for his life. He's fighting. For yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. That'd so be cool. And then you could introduce like halfway through that, like maybe, you know, sell and he's going to absorb Rama. If he's not, if he it just becomes an alien movie. Just halfway oh, through. Dude, that's a cool pitch. But that'd be I cool. like Dave's pitch for um, Sal versus Rama, the raid three. <laughs> That'd be cool though. The title? Because then at least, at <laughs> least like, at least the aliens would die, and you wouldn't like feel sorry for the aliens because you know that they were like the bad guy. Yeah, because they've already absorbed android. Yeah, I always feel sorry for aliens in movies when they die. Eh? Alien. I didn't know they would. Alien die. Three. Um. Cool. Independence. Day. I don't know. It's no. in it. No, there's no aliens in Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> Close Encounters of the Alien Kind. Mm-hmm. Um. Et the alien. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was called close encounters it was just called a the alien <laughs> <laughs> um cool so we are at the 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 butt end of the the pod best place to be the right? pod butt as i like to call it yeah <clears throat> the, um can i do a little plug uh we're not quite finished if you're plugging what i think you want to plug we've still got a little bit another segment <sighs> all right <laughs> 
This segment's called Fan Mail. Oh, yeah. And I'm okay. going to, um, Dave, if you'll indulge us for a second, I've got some comments from fans that I'm going to read out. And feel free to comment on them if you'd like, Dave. Sure. Or even relate them to, to the raid if you want. I'll relate them to your life. <laughs> so, uh, David Brown, who's one of our regular commenters, he commented this on our Land Before Time episode. He said, Ah, the Land Before Time. Just watch the first movie and it's still very good. Great animation, amazing characters, and a meaningful message. The sequels, on the other hand, gets childish and gets very predictable. Love the video, guys. And can you do Lilo and Stitch next? No, we'll ignore <laughs> that last comment. But um, we... Um, what is What word do you use to describe the first one? Um, very good. Uh... <laughs> That is two words, I apologise. But um, I think that's a stretch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we covered that. Um, Brent Taylor, who's our friend from uh, Texas, he also commented and he said... Sorry, just before you go, I would love to do Little on Stitch next, but yeah. as we are bound by the rules of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Brent Taylor said, gents, I won't lie, I glazed over on the politics thing, because we were talking about politics and it. Yeah, until, I spent a long time explaining the MMP system. Um, until I heard my own name, because then we called him out to say we're explaining it to him specifically. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he said sorry to hear you're getting trumped referring to Winston Peters uh, and then he said Chris Christopherson is Alison Chains to Johnny Cash's Nirvana which was a comparison Richard made is so freaking perfect also he's the whistler in the Blade series but I won't ask you to do the Blade series next because and, and this is in caps I know how the podcast works David Brown Yeah, Brent we love you man <laughs> you're the best David we love you too David both Davids. Um, Thank you. David Corios or David Brown? Both Davids. Oh, okay. The only two Davids I know. The mm. only two Davids that matter to me. Um, yeah, he... Uh, blah, blah, yeah. As of the recording of this podcast, uh, an update for you, Brett. Um, Winston Peters still not made a decision. <laughs> um, sp- tomorrow's his deadline, but he came out today and said... Uh, you'll find out when I fucking feel like it. He's and so it's probably cool, going to be Friday, maybe the weekend. I don't give a shit. Fuck you, New Zealand. Okay. That's what um, he said. It was real weird. We got another comment from a guy named Mr. Shy Ryehud. Uh, and he said, how do you not like American Tale? Which was another Don Bluth film like, like Land Before Time, which I specifically mentioned I didn't think was very good. Oh, what? American Tale. Somewhere. Oh, that was really good. And then I replied to it and I said, it's been a while since I've seen it. Should I give it another go? And then someone named Riddleman65 said, Cold Pops, you sound like you have a pretty shit taste, so I doubt that would help. Well, uh, you didn't like the raid. Riddleman65 also left his own comment and said, you guys have autism. <clears throat> um, <laughs> thank you, Riddleman. I'm sorry, I guess, if you don't like the 13... Uh, Land Before Time sequels that means you have autism but also what an ableist comment yeah man. like I don't know I, I want to see the record straight and so that I don't have autism but now that feels like I'm 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 offended by the accusation yeah um, like like as if I'm putting some sort of negative connotation on the word but uh, I mean honestly I think the negative connotation the negative should be on you for using um, you know you're different from me as an insult hmm I mean, actually, no, I, I kind of want to be different from you because you sound like an asshole. However, Riddleman65, please subscribe, uh, like, and comment. I uh, keep doing it. No. Uh, um, no. We don't want you. Our friend, our friend Michael Baston, uh, he commented on the Land Before Time Facebook uh, post and said, it's like after the first one, they're just an avenue for Make-A-Wish children to be voice actors in a movie. Which I thought was a pretty funny way of looking at Land Before Time. Yeah. Uh, and way back on our Monsters, Inc., 
I forgot to mention this uh, last episode. On our Monsters Inc. episode, um, Tim Tarbor123 said, I hope you guys roll cars at some point. It would be cool to see if you can find a connecting theme like you did with Shrek. Then he said, Shrek is probably our second best episode in between the tie that is Beethoven and Medea. So that's a nice yeah. nice little comment from Tim Tarbor, who's a regular, regular commenter of ours. Yeah. What did you think of those, Dave? It was good. All right, uh, so that was our fan mail, and that's the podcast for this fortnight. Or is it? That's right, I've got stuff to say. Rich has got stuff to say. All right, so you might be listening to this on iTunes, you might be listening on SoundCloud, you might be listening on YouTube. Uh, Good news, if you... Don't like those three things. On the off chance that you... (laughs) Just kick the table while I'm talking. Just um, start that again, Richard? Nah. Nah, we'll keep that in. Um, on the off chance that some, for some reason you normally use Stitcher or um, something called Podiant. I don't know if I'm saying that right. P-O-D-I-A-N-T. It's like Pod Giant, but like ah, right. you replace the G with the word Pod. Mm. Um, and you normally listen on those and now you're like... You, you'd use one of those three just for this podcast. Good news. You can now find us on Stitcher. I've been doing some work during the week and trying to get us across the entire internet. And uh, in doing so, I've also sort of started to light up our Twitter page a little bit, our mm-hmm. Twitter feed, I At believe. At Yep. And also we've started an Instagram, which I'm going to make the second post on right now. It's going to be at least two days old by the time you see this. But um, I just post it up right now. I'm going to, but then by the time the podcast um, comes out... It'll be two days old. Oh, right. Oh, that's such a good thing of Dave looking like... You could go go look at the... Go find this photo on Instagram. So you know what I'm talking about. Give it a like. Our Instagram is at Culpopture. So Instagram.com slash Culpopture. Dave realising what I mean (laughs) and AJ... I don't know what you're doing, dude. Posing for the photo. Uh, you don't get to choose if I was posing or not. Yeah, no, I'm just saying you that can if, you, if you were, the pose. okay, they'll criticize that. If you were posing, um, I don't like your tone. All right, all right. Um, so I'm gonna put my phone down in just a moment. But first, we have some other stuff to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, find us Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have just started a Tumblr page. It doesn't have anything on it at the moment, but maybe I'll, I'll, by the time this is up, it will. Fun fact about Tumblr, uh, when um, the concept of Cop Popsha, the title, first first was uh, donated to me by my friend when I was trying to come up with a name for it, I googled Cop Popsha to see if anyone else had thought of it. The only other post I found was a hashtag on Tumblr. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, Didn't there's, take the, off then? Didn't take off now. <laughs> there's a podcast called The Cult of Popsha. Yeah, but Yep, there Confirmation is. this week, uh, we are the 180th <laughs> podcast, like most, like the highest rated podcast in the iTunes store under the TV and film category. There you go. So let's get up to 179th. That's our goal. Give us five stars or whatever you have to do on it. You can game. actually do that on the iTunes update now, which is pretty cool. Oh, sweet. You can rate on the iTunes update if you've got an iPhone and you updated it. Yeah. Okay. Do that and like all those things and retweet us tweet us send us a dm slide into our dms on instagram or um twitter and i'll reply to them if you do it on facebook aj will probably reply to them mm-hmm. that's that tends to be the mm-hmm. dichotomy mm-hmm. yeah that's right i fucking used that word you did dave what do you think the raid three dichotomy D- dibs no. you can't do it dave what do you think of the word dichotomy 
Um, I think I heard on Captain America the movie once. So. Yeah, Did Red yeah. Skull say it? I think so. Yeah, he was talking about Hydra. <laughs> Hydra is a dichotomy of... And I'm Red Skull. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that's exciting, but keep an eye out for the freshest memes and news. Or I don't know what we're going to post on them, but it's going to be funny little gags and shit. Mm. You'll love it. Tweet us. Follow so us. So now we're going to do uh, Franchise Roulette, which is where we randomly select the franchise we'll be covering in our next episode. And I can guarantee it's not going to be Lilo and Stitch. Okay. So, Dave... Um, not that there's any reason. I just I thought it'd be real funny if then it randomly was Lilo and Stitch. Right. Dave, would you be able to kindly give us a number? 92. Okay. Can you say it real slow? 92. All right, 92 is... It's a three-film franchise. Oh. oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe... Too many. <laughs> so it's, it's one film, yeah. a prequel which no one returned for, and yeah. then a distant sequel. What well, can I guess about? what it is? Yeah. Is it Aladdin? Nope. Oh. No, like a distant sequel came out like you know years later. Oh, okay. Dave, any, any thoughts? Uh, a, a film, and then uh, like a, like a classic film. No one returned for a prequel, and then they did a distant sequel. Toy Story? No. <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. What is it? You're killing me here. Oh, I feel like you you should get it. I think there's a. It was Dumb and Dumber. Oh, cool. Dumb and Dumber. Tune in next week. Oh, right. Do you know I've only seen the, the prequel? <laughs> I think I've seen the original. There's shit <laughs> everywhere. There's shit on the wall. That's the only thing I've seen. It. If you slip it really fast, it tastes even better. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that film so far. Um, that's a cool. That's a cool series. That's that's the happiest I've been with a franchise for for a long so time. So it's Ventura. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which had a very similar trajectory. Oh All right. gosh. Um, with Jim Carrey, that was the connection. Uh, oh, there was a distant one that came out after. And- yeah, which no one returned for. Uh, and a little wee. I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. The the audience, not you guys, um, but you guys can listen to. Um, we're going to have a guest next week. If we cross our fingers hard enough, they might. Um, heaven I'm making it sound way more exciting than it is I feel like, we're, like no it's exciting it's exciting it is exciting yeah it is exciting if you're listening to this guest for next week we, we're we so excited to have you on and do you know what for the second time ever on Film Franchise Fortnites I'm going to draw attention to it we're having a female guest oh yuck <laughs> alright no okay <laughs> we we have I don't know if no one's mentioned it which is weird that we've gotten it's away because with the, it. the only people who listen to us are other men <laughs> yeah well, if we see our subs go down, we'll know why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're getting a um, female guest, um, hopefully. Um, if the stars align um, from another podcast. Oh, dumb and dumb. Across the ditch. That's uh, Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber, and Dumb and Dumber, and dumb and dumb and dumber, dumber 2. Two. Two. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So we will catch you then, or we'll catch you another time. Dave, where can people find you? Mm. If I was like, who's this wacky David Corios guy? Uh, I hang out in Altier Square quite a bit. <laughs> um, you can probably catch me at Al's Deli on Queen Street. 
Mm-hmm. Chilling Nando's. in a room. Nando's. Chilling in a room at Al's Deli. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, gave, um, they gave him a room. Oh, check, uh, check me out on Instagram. I, I post a lot of shit on Instagram. DL Correos. It's D-L-C-O-R-R-E-O-S. And uh, Facebook you... page? I don't really fucking put shit on Facebook. Add me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Add me on Facebook. David Correos. Um, if, you, if, you, if you're cute enough, I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> Guys and guys. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. And, other, and everything and in between. Uh, everything in between. Uh, Dave, also, so this is coming out on Friday. Uh, a lot of our listeners in New Zealand, are you doing it? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, if you want to come watch me do comedy on Saturday, I will be in Gore at the SBS St. James Theatre at 8 p.m. Uh, with Cohen Holloway. And we're also doing another show in, on Sunday in Queenstown. Uh, they'll be at the Sherwood Hotel on Frankton Road. And then at uh, the Gin and Raspberry in Ardmore Street in Wanaka on Monday. These are all 8 p.m. That's going to be the 14th, 15th, and 16th of October. So, and yeah, so. so be, uh, Colin Holloway will be joining me, who was on uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and uh, What We Do in the Shadows, if you're into those movies. Boy, he's going to be in Thor Ragnarok, I believe. Yeah, yeah, probably. Sweet. Well, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for coming on the show once again, Dave. Our third repeat your third time on the show yes yep cool our most featured guest <clears throat> mm-hmm. is it because we live with him <laughs> last week you gave up that he I was like oh we'll ask Dave when we see him next and yeah. he like ring him right now he's upstairs <laughs> technically he's appeared on four as well that means so there you go what because he was on oh, the oh, last right, week's yeah, yeah, yeah. alright thank uh, you very much for listening guys if you've got any female friends tell them to listen next week because they'll have representation and if you've got any fan mail please send it to colpopshamedia at gmail.com or comment on wherever you're listening to this thank you very much and if we'll you see chat, you if you, if you want to chat to me twitter or instagram if you want to chat to AJ Facebook <laughs> or YouTube I also reply to the YouTube comments okay. uh, thank you very much for listening everybody thank and you good day Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 